Hello, hello, climate champions. Welcome to another episode of the Climate Network. Today's guest is not just a cinematographer or a filmmaker. He dons multiple hats at any given point of time. He started his journey as a journalist and stumbled upon climate change and in the process ended up earning multiple laurels and awards worldwide on the way. The very humble filmmaker Sneha Shishtas. Welcome Sneha Shishtar. It is such a pleasure to have you here with us. Would you please be kind enough to introduce yourself? Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. And um, yes, like um, um, I started as a journalist, as an environmental journalist uh, in Delhi uh, with an environmental magazine. And uh, my initial aim was to be a filmmaker when I was uh, graduating from Odisha. So, but uh, how to get into filmmaking? So that 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 was a question during that time because you know I belong to a middle class family. It's very difficult to think about a profession as a filmmaker. Uh, thereafter, actually in Delhi, I have done my journalism. Then then to then I worked with that magazine called Down to Earth. Thereafter, started you know working with various filmmakers as a film freelancer. Um, initially, I wanted to become a documentary filmmaker. I'll, I'll tell you later about that. Then I, the, my career started like that. Then after some time, they, I found my own organization called The Naked Eye. And uh, I'm still, I'm working with this small unit. Uh, and, and I prefer to make mostly documentaries on environmental issues and other issues as well. Thank you so much for that introduction. Could you tell us a little about uh, Naked Eye before we go on? I wanted to have my own organization. Then again, how to go about it? I, someone told me like organization doesn't mean like uh, it's a two-story building or 20 staffs with you. Uh, you can you know, have your organization with a small room, one table, one chair, one telephone for the communication and two files. In uh, that, uh, yeah, that that gave me the you know courage. Like uh, yes, I can uh, like establish my organization. Then I registered the naked eye, and I started my office from a polythene bag. Actually, it's, uh, <laughs> and I, I literally I uh, I wrote on top of it like the naked eye office that bag uh, that all this office is office uh, you know goods like uh, stapler pin. And at that time, we used to use floppy. Uh, pen drive, whatever we have, like because uh, I it was uh, that time when I was struggling to get uh, the work. It, it's a struggling period, like uh, when was say. this? Which year? It was uh, in two thousand three, two thousand four. During that time, so uh, there is no internet access at home during that. It was costly during that time, so we have to access the cyber cafe. And my budget was 10 rupees per day. <laughs> so what I should do, I like, I typed all the stuff. I wanted to mail someone or I wanted to courier someone. Then I bring it all together with me to the cyber cafe. Then I, you know, straight away get the printout and all. And then copy paste and mail to all. Or mail <laughs> to all. Then I, you know, packed everything, my packet is all. Then go into courier. Portable office. <laughs> Portable office. Then I started like that. And um, now I have a, small unit in Odisha and my partial base in Delhi as well. What made you go to Delhi? 
yeah actually uh, someone told me like uh, this is not your place what you want to exactly do that come along with me in delhi and uh, i landed in delhi and uh, first i went i remember i went first went to nalini singh the journalist to work with her but he gave me an assignment it's a freelance assignment i worked with her and um, then i uh, then i joined like i have applied for journalism courses uh, with jamia milia and with varate vidhan i got with varate vidhan i had like got admission over there i completed the courses after completing the courses i got an opportunity to work with the down to earth magazine as a volunteer first i i then uh, after working with them for 3 months they decided to you know continue another 3 months with them thereafter they observed me as a contractual basis so for another year so this was 2001 it this is 2001 2001 2002 and that gave me basically uh, the knowledge knowledge in the sense i wanted to be a, a documentary filmmaker and i should, i i must know about the subject you know what, what should be the subject how to handle it because that is that that period kind of a, di- a dilemma dilemmatic dilemmatic kind of period because you no know, whether you want to become a environmental filmmaker whether you want to become a wildlife wildlife filmmaker it's always a question in mind then fortunately i you know i've joined there and i was more into research less into reporting over that that gave me and i have got an idea about exactly the environmental and developmental aspect is there i've got the courage and uh, to be a filmmaker then i started working with various filmmakers in delhi then as i said i formed my organization and uh, from there there is no look back actually the sky so, is the limit yeah so what was your first encounter with climate as a filmmaker uh i was working with an organization in delhi it's, it's a television channel basically they they are producing you know developmental films they supposed to be because i was there for a couple of months because the channel was you know shut down and uh, i was wondering that time what to do then fortunately few guys were you know there with me uh, one person is sajad basa he is a kashmiri guy and uh, i always wanted to make a film kashmir basically uh, and uh, the the concept was with me huh? i was uh, along with my one of friend i have you know conceptualized that concept it's basically on the environmental degradation of dal lake how the insurgency impact on the lake basically so uh, then uh, i don't have money because it's expensive business so i asked that uh, one of uh, that friend the sajad how to go about it he said like aaja hum log dekhte hain i will try it out try out then i uh, borrowed 2000 rupees from a friend and i went to kashmir then little hazels i i, I was interrogated that is a other story then his sister who is working with the jnk bank he see helpless he see helpless with helpless with you know with a loan small loan of 40000 rupees and after that after with that money we made that film called the lake of despair uh, that was because before that in delhi i always you know go to, went to india habitat center india international center to watch others film others documentary so i always like wondering when my film is going to be so kesia but after making that film 
uh, that film uh, you know screened those places in numerous times so in daily circle i was you know people started recognizing me as a filmmaker after that film an interesting story in that particular film is uh, um, we were just there in the lal chowk market i just listened to a song it's a kashmiri song then the, the, my friend said uh, do you know what this song is all about this is all about our film what was the kashmir what it is now i said why can't we use this song in our film uh, he said uh, how many people use songs in documentaries it doesn't matter this is our own film we are not working for somebody else we can experiment at a song in it then we uh, found basically this song was sang by samima devajat oh wow she is basically sir gulanavi azad's wife Uh, we initially thought it, he could be a local singer we approach <laughs> him and like approach her and get the copyright then it was a kind of madness then i come back to delhi i like somehow get uh, her you know ps number i convince her i went to her place and get the copyright and use that song so it was an interesting journey and and so that i can you know uh um, now i can able to tell this story but end of it it was a good film people started recognizing me and uh, my journey basically starts from there only actually for listeners lake of despair is available on youtube on the channel the naked eye films please check it out you actually stumbled upon a jewel of a song and a gem of a movie was made out of it and uh, please do check it out is my advice to all the listeners but uh, if you see the movie it's from the perspective of human beings people who look at dal lake uh, for their livelihood for their living conditions for their life how did you enter into climate change through a humanitarian perspective because most of your movies have those lenses the lens of the people on the ground the ones who are impacted by any issue like the dal lake issue now as far as climate change is concerned like uh, in downtown magazine that was uh, my first encounter uh, like the subject of climate change so i i was also like what exactly the climate change is so everybody is talking about this is climate change climate change and what what exactly the climate change is then i slowly and steadily i get know about the you know subject of climate change then you know like i i started to follow the articles debate discussions over it and people are talking about the wider perspective of climate change like slowly and steadily when i encountered into it i found like uh, the about the people those who are basically victim victimized you know nobody is talking about them supposedly uh one uh, natural disaster happen immediately you know the rescue group will be there and they supported by you know food and everything it is nobody never talk about their you know emotional and love life because the person is you know who is uh, staying resides uh, by the sea or uh, like every year every year he victimized by a flood so he always you know fighting uh, for the livelihood how to how to how to like uh, you know what i should say how to um, how to come back to situation basically 
So, but nobody is talking about talking about their emotional love life. Like in cities, those who are not those are not directly victimized of the climate change. Like we have our uh, own, we date people. We are, we have Valentine's Day and everything. What about the young guys and all? So I normally like normally while when I filming, I ask them to smile. They smile, but you'll get something you know left with that. It doesn't smile. reach their eye. Doesn't reach their eye. So in that that in that sense, I just like that. That's like that. This is a kind of experiment also. In the time of crisis, you are talking about love and life. Uh, in relating to the climate change, how people are going to accept it. But I took the risk and uh, people realize also that this is also another aspect we need to address apart from the needs. A tiny shout out to Kokeli here. A film that specifically talks about sea level rising and it's one of its kind. It has won multiple international awards and specifically three categories in International Film Festival in Mexico. Yes, uh, Kokoli. Uh, why Kokoli? Uh, actually, after making a couple of documentaries on climate change, uh, what I have realized, the documentary always restricted to intellectual masses. It's not reaching the community. It, though it is reaching, the, the people are not, like, it's not easy to understand when you're making a documentary. So then I've realized, let's reach, reach to the people with a storytelling process. So that people will, you know, get to know about the story and simultaneously you slowly inject the issues so that they will understand the issue. Now that was a challenge, but I have, again, I have experimented with a couple of music videos, a couple of short films. Then I've decided to make a feature film that is Kokoli. The best part about your documentaries otherwise is also that it is not preachy. Even Kokoli is not preachy. Yeah, always like because in back of the mind, always to uh, bring it a human angle to it, make it a storytelling process. Uh, and I, I think in that way also. And because I understand in that way, that is the reason. So in that way, Kokoli, you know, you know, I have conceived the idea of Kokoli to make a feature film. And the film is all about uh, sea level rise global warming, sea level, sea level rise and how a fishing community is basically suffering from, from that. And it's a love story basically. How a love life is, you know, getting, you know, disturbed just because of the climate, climate change impact. Uh, that is all about it. And again, this is a, uh, how can you tell a love story through the climate change and I've experimented and people accept it liked it and um, fortunately that has got uh, numerous international recognition and University of Sussex also invite, invited me for a special screening over there and uh, yes like um, even also like Reuters Foundation they have covered a big cover story on the Kokoli because according to them uh, this is the only climate change film completely made on climate change film. I asked them, why are you making a story? It's a, it's a regional Odia cinema. It's, it's a, like, for in that time, they said, it's a complete film on climate change. Still in India, nobody attempted such issues, neither in Bollywood, uh, nor in Hollywood as well, in a complete cinema they are looking into. The Kukul is such kind of cinema. That's why they covered a big story. How was your experience when you went around the globe talking about Kukuli? Um being in categories of climate, uh, how were your other contemporaries? Uh, what were the stories that we're looking at? 
was it similar in nature was it different in nature no it's not exactly similar in nature they they always you know uh, in outside they addressed you know in a broader perspective of climate change i i i addressed always in a grassroots perspective of climate change what is the impact i always work on the impact and adaptation uh, they always adapt like their film is always normally normally on the broader sense of climate change that, that exactly i found just because of that when i pitch my film over there i've screened my film there they found it very interesting this is another aspect of climate change how people are suffering people's how people think about that because normally we never ask them we impose them the people we impose them they look this is happening you have to do like this we never ask them what to do because their experience also counts i i i always try to bring that aspect you mentioned the word victim you know you're one of the few people who is called uh, people on the impact where the communities that are being impacted you refer to them as victim people or the the world refers to them as survivors uh, it is very interesting the perspective that you're bringing that that is actually the, they are the first line of victims to begin with uh, what was your experience living in these communities and covering these communities while you were making your films look uh, like uh, as i said earlier like i have encountered the subject of climate change in the year of 2000 2001 and during that time if if you go to a place where the people are you know the survivor you can say the victimized so if you ask them about climate change they cannot tell you this is because what they they'll ask you what is climate change yes but they can tell you the story tell you the story because it was the climatic you know scenario was wasn't huh, wasn't uh, like this before now it is this has changed and that is climate change Correct. they don't tell you the, uh, the because they they have experienced through their livelihood process or like if if a fisherman if you ask asking to a fisherman he said normally we'll get you know more tides these days otherwise it's it's a full moon night or uh, it's a specific uh, time like we'll get the uh, tides these days they are get, they are getting frequent tides the now being a like a intellectual or a wiser person you can relate to that to climate change they don't they don't know what this is because of the climate change that is why i call them victim because they suddenly uh, they found these changes so why it is happening how to go about the how to like rescue their livelihood again and you covered that in hoslana hoslana route yes like hoslana route now it was the migration was there earlier also not because after the climate change buzz is come it was there but we have haven't asked addressed earlier it, it is because if you go those kontabanji in western part of odisha migration was there because they face drought every year the frequency of drought has been increased supposedly in 2000 we have found the climate changes yes the climate change is happening but before it was there of but, course but we haven't addressed correct we just did not recognize the terminologies either exactly I mean, exactly there we use climate adaptation mitigation yes. resilience all exactly, these words exactly exactly but they have been doing it forever they have been doing it forever but off late it has it, increased it has increased and uh, and what is ironic is we have floods and droughts in the same place at the same location and they don't understand uh, why that is happening but they know that 
this year my crop is not going to be there because of floods or heavy rainfall next year i might have drought so they understand these concepts but i'm pretty sure that the words i just used would be alien to the community so how do we do knowledge dissemination there yeah one of my documentary this road back home at the beginning if you see someone say one farmer is saying and is he's quoting borsa hele bi modi asche borsa no hele bi modi asche if it is raining that is a drought if it is not raining that is a drought so you have to understand yeah. why he is telling that so these days there is uh, there is there's a rain cloud flash flood yes this is not the normal pattern of rain the farmers are getting the periodical rain like right. said, the which period they have to the floods in may june floods in may in june like the september we are getting hot yes. till right so uh, the pattern has been changed so because uh, to to understand the changing pattern for that particular farmer those or a fisherman it's very um, uh, it took time like it they don't understand why it is happening basically because earlier like you cannot teach a farmer how to manage water and you you cannot teach a tribal or a person who is residing in the forest how to take care of a tree so why the thing is lacking over here is we are not taking the grassroots knowledge we are not we are not talking to them we just try to impose our thing like this is we have to do this is we have to come back to the situation for an example you must have heard about the pentho where the sea level they have made the world bank projects you know the sea wall they have made over there by with the stone and the tubes and the nets it's a failure crores of rupees is a failure when i was filming over there someone a villager told me they never ask and talked with us what kind of thing is required here then they never saw the height of tide in the full moon night do you think the stone and steves are going to protect all this well trying to control nature exactly so you have to like have dialogues with the community dialogues with the community you have to like uh, accumulate all their knowledges then only you'll find a better way to bit better way you are actually talking about policy and stakeholders that uh, government should listen to these people the laws are being made for them without actually listening to the, what the problems are in real life the practical i have made those people that's yes. why i'm telling because uh, i i haven't read much about the climate change from a book or somewhere else what i am talking about my experience absolutely basically. absolutely like if someone like you can spend so much time and energy understanding the plight shouldn't the the ones who are actually implementing all these new projects be listening to them so in that case if they don't listen to community what happens to the community look community you know they have lost their primary livelihood resources correct okay so to live life to get their livelihood what they should do they Look don't have alternate livelihood resources in their particular place so they have to migrate so when they migrate that is so many challenges in migrate we are not going to get it get it, it get get through it so my point is then they they try to find out their own thing when when someone is migrating if the main member of the family is migrating living behind uh, with other family members 
and uh, they get both both of them well like getting the problems or else they migrate migrating with the family when the migrating with the family there is no education for their children you know the wife has to work the man has to work then after couple of years what is the future of their children so we have to find a way uh, to the both you know of late you must be heard about like you know brooklyn area yes, when they are going yes. to migrating they started schooling anganwadi kind of stuff but right. that is not a permanent solutions so like uh, i have done a small film called a road back home what they what they did because they have experienced the migration after coming back uh, one the local ngo guide them how to get the water from the highland area by making manual check dams by making manual check dams they not only they managed to bring water to the paddy land they managed to recharge the peripheral land it and that is a successful wow. project in a mini in a, oh no in a small area you can adapt that and a family adapt that and they success they don't get a lot of money to live their life they want a you know to be full fulfill their stomach full their stomach and little thing to fulfill that criteria then they uh, send their children to schools and they have like uh, they have their own kitchen garden they they are cultivating agriculture they they survived so that small initiative can be you know multiply to a community level to community level to a larger sector and uh, you can get so many other way to otherwise you know you know getting alternate life giving alternate livelihood is very difficult right you cannot give a pan shop to a uh, farmer, farmer. is very difficult he is not going to satisfy himself you are not living life only to live life correct because in urban areas we choose our you know liked area professional field to you know this thing there is a mind also no it's not about eat food and die correct it is about live. live a life for a period of time so you have to think in that way and uh, where was this that you saw the the dams and Uh, it's in burger district of odisha oh really yes it is burger district of odisha that, that that is the reason that because this is one such example you know that film has also got recognized worldwide even mm-hmm. in amir khan satyam ab jaye to they have also screened this film this is so amazing and you're just casually mentioning it in passing i have to tell you i love your ghar jana hai specifically where uh, the person is leaving his family his wife his new wife young wife and uh, the entire time he's nostalgic for home and the impact it had uh, the the migration of the main male uh, bread owner of the family how the old grand uh, old parents are waiting how the wife is waiting you also spoke about uh, having anganwadis and schools for these people when they migrate if, with their families but it's a language barrier also yeah right absolutely absolutely it's language barrier also you don't have schools in the language of the migrants it is basically the language that is spoken in that area that area so kids grow up not understanding their own language or their own state it's not about the language it's about the language they're losing their culture they're losing their lifestyle everything you are basically taking out of Uh, fish out of water that, 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 yeah from their comfort uh, comfort zone area that mean, that means by compulsion you have to live a life i don't like 
I don't think like if you and me putting into that situation will survive. I don't think we'll survive. Yeah. This is survival against nature every single day. True. And when you're busy surviving against nature every single day, do you live a life? So your perspectives, all the movies that you have done, um, gives us a different lens altogether. Uh, when you speak about uh, ideologies, you're looking through it through your camera lens. And there's a beautiful movie also that you have made yes. through your camera lens. Yes, that's that's the reason my organization name is Dar Naked Eye. Oh, can you explain why? Uh, that's a, you. You've just explained that, no? Through the lenses, what exactly we are seeing, we are capturing that. Listen, from the naked eye. Correct. So we are capturing the fact, truth. That is the without a camera lens or with the camera. With lens. the camera lens. <laughs> that's that's why the, the, the eye is basically the lens. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. I thought you're basically taking out the camera from in front of no, you. No, 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 no. Oh wow! What a take! What a take on eye. In fact, uh, your one-minute documentary is one of my favorites. Uh, it's called A Silent Noise, where you're not just using your eyes, but you're using your ears. And uh, I believe that you should be using all your senses to look at climate change. But what is absolutely, your- absolutely that 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 is the reason I have made this film because now time has come. Like time has come to blaming each other. The noom like. Every in school curriculum also like they have introduced the subject of climate change. Correct. So it's not about that. You have to tell me to act on it. You should hear the noise, Nat. Don't let it go silent. You just hear it and act on it. Wow. On that note, thank you so much, sir, for giving us your precious time. I love all your movies and documentaries. and i recommend that everybody listening today should go and check out their youtube handle which is called the naked eye films and check all the topics and titles that we discussed today and more we also have a compilation of snehashish das's films and documentaries on the website theclimatenetwork.io please do check out the website until next time this is deepsha and i'll see you on the other side